Hey, Postables, you're listening to Deliver Me a Podcast, brought to you by Casey, Jess, and Cammie. A special thanks to James Jandrish for letting us use music on our show. Now, grab some YooHoo, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome back, Postables! <laughs> we are here to finish our discussion of two the altar and And our props still I still have my tie on in the same clothes that I wore last week yeah and I still have plenty of tissues so So I still got my necklace it's still on (laughs) all right and Jess has got her mop still got her mop we might need that (laughs) grab your props postables and let's dive back in to our conversation about to the altar Oh boy. Okay. Mom! <laughs> <laughs> Clean up on aisle C and S. <laughs> Gotta get the big guns back from the floor. There you go. Oh, oh. oh my goodness. Mm. I, okay. So from the very beginning, Shane and Oliver, hashtag Sholiver, they are. Love. <laughs> no. <laughs> we see the we see the 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 um the flirting, the eye connection thing. We see I love it when you get all this McInerney on me. <laughs> okay, let's start there. <laughs> we see everybody, you know they're all frazzled for different reasons everybody runs out <laughs> shane's running after this package that norman accidentally poor norman off. his name is being shouted about 500 times norman 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 <laughs> <laughs> oliver's the only one who says it calmly <laughs> norman Oliver. surely you have a cousin <laughs> everybody is freaking out and it's so funny to watch oliver just take it all in and he doesn't even react he everybody leaves and he's kind of like okay yeah. then <laughs> off to my meeting about diagonal parking spaces <laughs> <laughs> because that's what you do at the post office yes apparently it's very <laughs> important endless, for department heads <laughs> endless meetings about parking lots <laughs> But when Oliver runs into Shane and Shane is, you know, trying to be sneaky Coy. about this package. <laughs> sly. Very sly. <laughs> and she gets all up in his ear and says, I love mm. it when you get all this mechanarity on me. I had to pause the movie. I go, oh, this is a Hallmark show. <laughs> as it gets a hallmark y'all no 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 we're not there yet we gotta go to the next scene to get as sensual as it gets Uh, well here's here's the thing we hadn't gotten there yet (laughs) gotten there yet i thought that was like hello yes Um, we've got oliver being contemplative and shane being brazenly manipulative (laughs) and the way that the way that Oliver smiles, clears his throat, and kind of goes up on his toes and back down. <laughs> to see Oliver reacting to Shane. Because <laughs> I can't bend the rules because you and I are 
are especially because we are <laughs> just the, the, the batting her eyelashes at him. It's like, oh man. She's really she playing it up. She wants she is that pulling out dress. all the stops. <laughs> she sure is. And when she calls after him and she's like, remember Diagonal. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. I just want to be in Oliver's head for a second because I'm sure there are a lot of things he wanted to come back at, but couldn't because he's a professional. Because mm-hmm. he probably would have said, are you flirting with me, Miss McNanny? <laughs> Let me try that again. <laughs> but he settles for, I'm late for the parking meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer, Oliver. Good answer, especially in a workplace. Yeah. It was the cutest smile on his face when he said that. You know? oh, very cute smirk. Very cute smirk. <laughs> All right. So here's the thing. The dials have been turned to pretty hot. <laughs> <laughs> we get we're not at broil yet but we're at pretty hot we're pretty hot okay <laughs> casey is like okay 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 then we get to the dlo and shane just cannot help herself first of all is there a bathroom in that dlo because i just anyone could have walked in there <laughs> i'm not i don't know about you guys i would not even if my curiosity was dying i would not have crossed my workplace put on a wedding dress and crossed back through the workplace in the event that somebody would see me, anybody, and then um, go stand and admire myself in the mirror. I would have locked out, taken that bad boy home and been like, also, why is there a full length mirror in the middle of the DLO? <laughs> There's everything in the DLO. Come on, Jess. I know. <laughs> somebody shipped it because it's um, an antique and then it got lost and then they couldn't discover the Mm. writer they thought it was the magic mirror on the wall so would you guys have done that put on a dress no i don't even wear dresses to work to begin with (laughs) i hmm. i would she's the romantic (laughs) a wedding dress at work i mean i I don't even for a romantic the the big thing is that the the big thing is a couple of things number one she's completely alone she's anyone can walk in i i know and someone does (laughs) she's complete she's completely alone and I mean, the big thing is she can't wait. She cannot wait because she is so in love with that dress. I mean, there's, there, there's a lot of talk of, you know, is that dress really her style? I thought it looked pretty on her, but Mm -hmm. I mean, whether or not it was just the idea of trying on a wedding dress or she just loved the fabric either way she could not wait to try that on she Mm -hmm. just couldn't and so she was completely alone no one ever goes in there except the four of them and the other three are occupied so she thought that she had time Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, let's talk about that 
interruption, shall we? Okay. Oh, I think I need to take off my sweater. Oh, <laughs> First of all. Oh, oh. Music playing in the background. <gasps> Oliver walking in and seeing his woman in a very white dress that resembles a wedding dress. The look on his face resembles is <laughs> <laughs> the look on Oliver's face. I think he, I think in that like split second, he goes from like shock to awe to confusion to being Man. in love. <laughs> I don't know. It was a great look. All the emotions. It was in a look three seconds. Here's the dial of heat. Heat. We're on broil now. <laughs> Flames. But when we see someone buttoning, buttoning, buttoning the dress. Such a simple gesture, but dang, that was such an intense moment. <laughs> oh my word. <laughs> I was, I was, I was gone. I was gone. I think I tweeted when, during, when we were watching this, I'm pretty sure I tweeted something like, oh my word, I think I've died. And <laughs> Eric maybe has retweets and has said something like, I hope you're still living or something along those lines. Who said still, that? Eric. Oh. <laughs> about me being dead over this. I was <laughs> very, very concerned about your well-being. Apparently. <laughs> well, I thought it was just so funny. How um I know Bonnie! No. <laughs> you dare say this moment is funny? Ironic? Is that a better word? I found it uh. ironic how flustered Shane got when like five minutes earlier she was the one who was totally in control and Oliver is flustered and we never see Oliver, I feel like, be super confident and like in sort of that sense with the romantic arena. And I just thought it was funny or ironic how he was just like buttoning her up and like mm-hmm, I'm just gonna be all like smug and you're the one who's gonna be all flustered this time <laughs> uh shawl a tablecloth cocktail dress smile he was giving her oh my god Mark just completely made this because he was relishing in the fact that I got you now <laughs> but but at the but the first but that first moment when he takes a hold of the dress, she takes that deep breath in, and he just goes. Shh. Didn't want to ruin the moment. Oh, oh, so beautiful. <laughs> so the first time I watched it, I did not hear the shh because I was too busy screaming um, <laughs> and squealing and, you know, yelling at my husband to shh, go away. <laughs> well, see, there was a shh in there. <laughs> different shh for a different reason. But when I watched it again and, oh, man. <sighs> okay. oh. I don't think I needed to put any blush on this time. <laughs> Oh boy, oh boy. Well, 
these two characters i mean we have we've known they they they've not said i love you yet but they do love each other their their love has grown for each other and the different kinds of love to throw it back to you mm-hmm. oliver's you know greek lesson to shane in uh from no from the heart one in a million uh one in a million one in a million or no 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 from the heart sorry oh, yeah from, i think yeah. it was from the heart it was yeah, their date that went awry um but, but it was before it went awry <laughs> but it was still good <laughs> yeah when it was still a good date <laughs> that brief moment in time oh man before somebody Please. inserted their foot into their mouth multiple times <laughs> well, he has learned instead he's no buttoning he just up. says shh now <laughs> <laughs> now he not he knows not to talk about you know burying things with dead animals and <laughs> He's come a long we've, way. He's moved on, on from that. Plant <laughs> <laughs> your roses with your dead pet. Now, <laughs> but these two characters—I mean, even though they've not said "I love you," they are so obviously in such this deep, desperate love for one another. Just in—and we are like what ten minutes in the movie, and we're like. We there we can't go on. We can't go any further. <laughs> I have no words. Um but this also prods Oliver to become contemplative. And well, he was contemplative before that. Well, he's even so more contemplative now. He's even more contemplative now. <laughs> and uh, it's interesting this movie because usually Oliver is the one that is. He's got the, he, I mean, if he doesn't have the problem like he did with um, his father in Truth Be Told, he's usually, we see everything through his eyes, right? So we see that he's the one that's solving the problems. He's the one that's going to the letter people, the the writers and, you know, having these profound situations and conversations and blah, blah, blah. But this movie, Oliver almost kind of takes a step back a little bit mm-hmm. and everything is kind of told through his eyes, like, and not his point of view i'm i'm saying like through his acting of his eyes and like the way he looks at shane and the way he cocks his head and the way he just kind of like his brain kind of goes away for a little bit and we see that inner something is going on with oliver and i thought that was really interesting because um he is usually he's he's the quote-unquote hero of the story um he's always the one that everybody goes to but this time he takes a step back and it really is about it really is about the ladies in this movie it's really about mm-hmm. rita so yeah. i thought that was very interesting Whew. well shall we go coming down coming down <laughs> <laughs> let's also go to other fun stories such as the tradition with the ugly green tie because oliver cannot plan a bachelor party properly according to shane let's cater these cucumber sandwiches let's have a chocolate fondue fountain uh hot let's have tea pastry let's have tea pastries made by norman's cousin vernon since he's making the wedding cake (laughs) shane and shane and dad just both dying i love joe right here he's 
looking around, just li- trying to listen to Oliver, trying to keep a straight face, like, ah, uh-huh. oh dear. And then, <laughs> and then Shane makes her comment, and he's just laughing. About <laughs> Bachelor parties are about and- beer and Cheetos out of the bag. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, Vernon plays the spoons too. Maybe he could do a musicale. Really? No. <laughs> it's just dad's dad's reaction right there just laughing behind his head to, no <laughs> oh my goodness poor oliver <laughs> oliver i would have gone to your power pa- i would have gone to the bachelor party i like uh chocolate fondue <laughs> be very classy i like, I like tea pastries, pastries but you know it's it's no red plastic cup <laughs> it's no wings <laughs> it was boneless wings. Oh my goodness. And it's no Cheetos out of the bag. <laughs> I love when Oliver's just like, really, Dad? <laughs> it's very boyish. <laughs> very intense. Well, we discover the story of the ugly green tie. <laughs> all right. Oh, for all the Heartlanders out there. Did you notice that their great something grandfather was Randall Bartlett O'Toole? Mm. Never seen it, so can't say. <laughs> oh, you don't watch Heartland? There's like 700 seasons of that. <laughs> it's true. Well, if you had started 700 seasons ago, you'd be caught up. <laughs> it's not that I don't want to watch Heartland. It's because I just have it. Okay, but... Anyway, so I've watched Harlan. I didn't notice actually. I didn't pay any attention. Yeah. All right. This story. What did you guys think of this really strange, random story that is being just thrown out there? I thought it was an O'Toole <laughs> random thing that happens because they can tend to, those O'Tools can tend to be a little random, but you know. Yeah, I thought it was fun and like whimsical to have this little like odd tradition of an ugly green tie. I thought it was. I don't know. I liked it. I I loved it. I I knew <clears throat> I knew going into the movie because I had seen a picture of Shane with the ring on mm-hmm. online or something and my best friend Sarah had pointed it out to me. And so I knew that Oliver was going to propose. So when I'm listening to this story, I'm just like, yeah, I know what's going to happen. But I love that there is a family folklore. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I think it's adorable to have something passed down from father to son. And the other thing is, I think it is so sad that Oliver hadn't gotten to do it. I you know, mean, I'm actually really happy. Today. <laughs> well, <laughs> don't don't mistake me. He did it with the right person, but at the time that Holly proposed to him, and then three hours later, they're at City Hall. I know. For I was some, like, what for somebody like Oliver? I'm just like, he seriously was okay with that. I mean, it takes out a lot of fuss, and Oliver's all about 
mm-hmm. eliminating fuss. But, but he's also he's, really about tradition. He's yeah. also about tradition and ceremony. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that he was okay with that is like, okay, somebody got blinded by love. Or, but you know, well, after- he turned him orange. That <laughs> bucket of paint and that throwback for, to our last episode about personality typing so. for you know a good five minutes that it took to say I do you know <laughs> and then his orange went kaput again but you know Holly proposed and then there was no real ceremony it was three hours later yeah. so so was sad at that <laughs> at that time at that time can you imagine that Oliver probably thought that he let the family down in a way oh, because yeah. he didn't get to carry it on. And he thought that he was now married mm-hmm. and it was gone for good. Well, now, he, he, was very, so, he was so estranged from Joe. I'm not sure he would have actually cared at that point. But he that's a good grandfather. One. He loved the O'Toole's though. Mm-hmm. And every O'Toole man, every O'Toole man, I, I mean, because he was estranged from his father at that point, maybe he, that's probably why he let it slide. Mm-hmm. But there was probably that sadness yeah. that he hadn't been able to carry on the family tradition, but we're very glad that he didn't carry on that family tradition until now. Yes. <laughs> and something tells me that Holly was, Polly didn't even propose necessarily. She probably just said, Oliver, let's get married let's go okay and he probably just went along with it and i don't consider yeah. that a proposal because you're not asking a question anyways details on details. <laughs> oh shane and oliver hashtag sholiver they go through this journey of um there's almost miscommunication there could have been a lot of miscommunication because Oliver is just not communicating with Shane, but she knows him well enough to let him be. And let him contemplate. Him. Let him <laughs> contemplate. Um, and then we also see, especially at the bachelor party. And um, he, which he forgot. Which which he forgot. And <gasps> <laughs> I, I love that. Like, you forgot <gasps> Mr. O'Toole. <laughs> but his um his avoidance of shame and Oliver's talk with Joe. And Joe totally <laughs> Joe totally <laughs> calls him on it like you have not looked shade in the eye <laughs> tonight. What's going on with you? <laughs> Yeah, there are a lot of postables who, there, there's been a lot of t- discussion about this because there is some that have thought that Joe was discouraging Oliver from proposing. Yeah, I think they did that to throw him off because when you think about it, that conversation could have been for either direction. Yeah. I think I was just confused, to be honest, because at first I felt like he was just trying to figure out what. The- why you know like Kami said like you haven't looked her in the eye what's what's going on here but then the second conversation after when they're cleaning up when he's like you have to face that you're two different people I felt like that was very cryptic and I I definitely was like you know um what are you doing Joe what are you saying (laughs) (laughs) what are you saying here 
because they are very different people, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing, but I felt like his tone kind of implied that it was. Mm -hmm. So I think that he was just trying to get him to face up to it. So I, so his tone made it sound and, you know, they totally did this on purpose to, to, uh, lead to lead us away from the idea that Oliver was going to propose uh, to you know to get us in the end right mm-hmm. um, but uh, the his tone and the lines if you look at it if you look at it the right way it could have gone either direction like I said but I do think that he was using some reverse psychology, you know, just that, well, Sneaky Joe. you're, you're two very different people. No, we're not. We're, I, oh, you know? mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I think he was, I would think he was trying to get Oliver to face the music towards the mm-hmm. light of matrimony, you know? Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. Using it, using it as reverse psychology. Yeah. I agree. I, Although I think it's a really odd way. To- <laughs> it is. It's a very <laughs> odd way. But let's talk about the man of the hour currently, Norman. Norman and Rita. Because we have a lot more to go on with Shane and Oliver and all of that. And it all tie in on the at the end. But while we're at the bachelor party, let's back up a little bit with Norman and Rita. Norman and Rita are, they're the levity of... <laughs> <laughs> movie their forest is quitting the the minister has measles there's shenanigans going on we can't find grandma <sighs> couples counseling with ramon don't ask don't ask <laughs> it's like let's no, norman not forget, let's not forget the, damn the dip and <laughs> 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 First of all, is that's a very perfect dip. Yes. Oh, oh very well good executed. On you, Zach. Good on you, Zach. That was perfectly executed. Perfectly <laughs> executed. How many but- takes? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say how many takes it took to do the dip, but he said that the scene was getting increasingly harder because Jeff was making him laugh so much, and eventually he got scared of Martha. So I said, okay, I better do this right. <laughs> yeah. But we also have grandma pop out of a cake. Oh my God. <laughs> it is I, it is me, your grandmother. Another callback from the series when she says the exact same thing. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I knew when the, when the cake was happening, I knew that there was not going to be anything scandalous inside but i was like what the heck or rather what the sam hill (laughs) (laughs) what the sam hill i mean when the feathers start rising out of the cake i was like oh my gosh what is happening (laughs) and their faces their faces were priceless they were like and then oliver's what the sam hill (laughs) it's a laptop Oh my goodness with the queen of the biami tribe herself oh my god it's my- <laughs> oh. that was classic okay 
this is another scene, but I got to bring it up. When she is weaving, when she's helping Bill weave the blank, the wedding I blanket. I love that. It's, it's very, very sweet, but I'm going to go levity on this one. Did you see how we never saw the servant, Constantina? We never saw her face. And I am betting you anything that she turned away from the camera on purpose so she wouldn't ruin the take because she couldn't because she couldn't stop laughing <laughs> i saw i saw there were several times when carol burnett was doing something weird and constantina just slightly <laughs> rotates so she's like oh i bet you anything she's turning away from the camera so she doesn't ruin the take <laughs> yes going back to the bachelor party norman <laughs> is showing off his grandma to everybody and he's meeting she's meeting bill and they have a really strange connection very strange connection it's sweet but it's the most random thing that could happen <laughs> you know any other movie or any other characters would be really like out of left field but it really fit because we <laughs> we hear that um sunny had started this this um blanket right this one yeah sunny blanket. started the wedding the bl the wedding blanket for norman and rita but then it couldn't continue and of course because it's it's grandma she knows how to complete the blanket and so they're able to complete it together sweet it's very 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 sweet well there are more problems for Norman and Rita. Oh dear. I can't catch a break. <laughs> before we get to that problem, we do have a um, another moment of mopping <laughs> as the four postables are leaving Jessica and Annalise. Norman takes a call. Shane and Oliver are by themselves. And Shane says, I love us. us. To which Oliver says, so boldly says, I, you know, I love how he did it because he didn't just blurt it out. Mm -hmm. He was about to, but then it's almost as if he realized the weight and the worth of his words. Mm -hmm. So it, it was a knee-jerk reaction, but he stopped himself to make it mean more. It was, oh, it, it was just, it yeah. was beautiful. Just, I love us and I love, stop walking, turn and look her straight in the eye. Mm -hmm. And I love you. No! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> breathe breathe <laughs> trying trying okay <laughs> it, did, it did add a lot more intensity that <sighs> you know him having that moment of a bit of a pause like he just like it, it like it hit him like he knew it but then he like he really thought about it he's like oh wait wait a minute yeah i really do i do i love you <laughs> and shane's perspective because she has a way of making oliver just stop what he's saying and just forget about it or she has a way to make him like go I'm gonna change directions now so for her to hear these words after the pause to hear mm -hmm. I love you from Oliver 
And it's, it's, it's interesting that he's the one who says it first, being how careful and reserved and cautious he's been I... up until this point, and that he's the first one to say, I love you. I, there have been so many things that Shane has done first. I just, I, I love, I love, I love, I love that this was something that Oliver did first. I'm, I'm very old fashioned, very old fashioned in that way. I mean, the fact that Oliver said it first to her, it just, it carries such a great weight you know it yeah. it carries such a huge weight um and, and I, it just in in a day and age when relationships are very flighty and when men many times are seen as mm-hmm. cads and flighty and going from relationship to relationship and women are the ones who make them settle down and all of that just to hear Oliver's say I love you first it's just oh (laughs) but it's like reading a romance novel (laughs) well romance novels usually don't follow that with skunks angry skunks (laughs) right (laughs) right but i will say too i think that shane has enough respect for oliver to know that she may be more contemporary than he is and he may be very 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 traditional but she loves him to respect that about him and she knows him well enough that if she says it first he might get slightly offended i mean you know what i'm saying because he's very traditional um and so I really appreciated that about this moment and Oliver saying I love you first and again he has she, made her flustered because she's like huh you do her 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 response was the perfect shame response mm-hmm. because at first it's oh you do do you you know slightly flippant slightly out there very shame but she turns around after making it kind of a lighter moment. She turns around and says, I love you so much. And then they get interrupted by the skunks. But there's no <laughs> there's something you don't hear there's, every day. <laughs> there's no I love you too. So it's no copycat. If that you've been true. If and you know me, then that you know that that's a pet peeve of mine. <laughs> it also comes after because he she says oh you do and he says and i'm contemplating what to do about what that. to do with that yes and that's all of her. it's all flirty again <laughs> and that's when she says that i love you so oh my i thought that was all we were gonna get i was like you know if this is all we get and i the the ring was a figment of my imagination i can still die happy as long as we get another movie (laughs) (laughs) can't let the skunks steal the show (laughs) well the skunks have infiltrated the church so we have to move this wedding (laughs) to To the bard and (laughs) oh skunks oh the grand finale of this movie 
is the much anticipated wedding of Norman and Rita and and do you love Hazel narrating everything? (laughs) (laughs) Everything. I loved that. I loved it that it was Hazel that kind of brought it all full circle, Mm -hmm. getting everybody caught up on the history. (laughs) We have Kebmo. playing yes yes so um i i've seen so many wedding movies and so many romantic stories and such but there was something really special about this one and i think it's the relationship uh between the four postables we see norman and rena and we see the very 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 start of their relationship to their wedding we see the the father-daughter moment between rita and and bill we see the friendship growth between shane and rita i mean shane at first is like you all people are so strange in the pilot to this is my family this is my sister i love you <laughs> just oh that the two of them together this is it. I love you. I'm just like, oh my gosh. It's the sweetest thing. So sweet. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it, it, and their, their, Rita and Shane's friendship just is so deep. They are, they are sisters. I mean, they're they just have that that relationship that anybody would want to have with a close friend or even a even a biological sister or a sister-in-law or whatever but somebody who is that deeply connected to you and has gone has been there with you since day one I mean that is just and and knowing too that in real life Crystal and Kristen they didn't really know each other going in in fact there's a funny story about Mm -hmm. when crystal walks into table read for the first time and she is a bombshell of a lady let me tell you she is a beautiful woman and there Kristen said to the i think i don't know if it was the casting director or somebody i can't remember who i remember who but she goes what is happening (laughs) (laughs) she has this role (laughs) and apparently crystal saw that exchange and thought i don't know what i'm doing here either (laughs) but going from not knowing each other to being there for each other in real life too i mean that just made that this scene so much more just knowing how close friends they are and crystal's even shared that Kristen was there when or had visited one one of the first visitors when her daughter was born and like that's just that's just really special yeah it is and when you think about the relationship between shane and rita i mean think about how the movie started how the movie started in the first place it's all about shane giving rita this huge gift of the last week of being single Mm -hmm. i mean she was taking her out to do everything yeah (laughs) i mean that that was not gonna come cheap no Uh, and i mean shane doesn't have she probably doesn't have a whole lot of expenses because it's just her 
but still that's a lot of money mm-hmm. and to put to plunk all that money down for just anybody you wouldn't do that but she takes her sister to take her shopping she takes her shopping for sexy clothes a lot have you noticed that <laughs> it's true Linky? <laughs> steamy i mean first we've got first we've got christmas and now we've got this you know? <laughs> yeah we um, that. oh and the time she gave her the makeover oh yeah right this yeah. Is three times now yeah so she takes her shopping for sexy clothes a lot <laughs> but <laughs> the testament of a true friendship absolutely 100 <laughs> percent. but you know you see all facets of this beautiful sister relationship you see the fun side the playful side you see Shane going to great lengths for her and even the problem with Norman's grandmother not being able to find her they you know Shane solves it steps in Mm -hmm. Shane steps in and solves it and then you go to the very end right before Rita gets married. This is it. Ah! <laughs> so, so sweet. And before we get to the actual wet marriage ceremony, we do have to also talk about Norman and Oliver and their brotherly relationship. Mm-hmm. Norm- I have it right here. Big brother. I put it right here in my notes. It, it's just, oh, that handshake. you have been been there for me from day one it just it's all there in that one little gesture and then Oliver comes back with the handshake and then the hug that says I'm so proud of you it's so sweet (laughs) and just and like I said just seeing their relationships grow over the course of the last what 20 stories here yeah it 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 just it just makes this movie and this ending of this of to the altar just even more special along the lines of norman and oliver and their brotherly relationship we also have this very brotherly discussion while they're trying on tuxes and Norman is very worried and is a little nervous about his wedding night as he and Rita had made the decision to stay pure before marriage and they had never um been intimate with anybody else before and this was the decision that they made because they wanted it to be special and with the right person and um I will say I was very surprised that this conversation came out here in the movie in a Hallmark movie because it's a very um it's it's, it's rare. It's not something it's rare. we talk about. No, but it was just like Dark of Night. It was done with such class. Mm-hmm. And the symbol of going to the movies. Yes. Uh, it's like the perfect when, metaphor. When that, when they said that, when Norman said, I've never really been to the movies and <laughs> Oliver's face just fills with this um, enlightenment. Mm-hmm. I, I just went, I, I dropped my hands and I went brilliant. 
Martha, you're brilliant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if we didn't already know that, you know. <laughs> oh my gosh. This was, th- this was probably, and this is coming from a romantic Jess. This is probably the best scene in the movie. Whoa. I just, I love this scene and it's mm-hmm. probably because it's my sentiments exactly <laughs> yeah. But, yeah I because that's what that's what my husband and I did mm-hmm. and just for Norman to be so nervous and Oliver to be so soothing mm-hmm. you and Rita are the, the movie, movie. <laughs> that's my favorite line of that you are the movie like it's just so beautiful it is you will know your lines and it will be beautiful (laughs) oh my gosh okay I haven't completely broken down yet but I think I'm about to (laughs) (laughs) I think it's it, it this this scene also just shows the connection and the growth of that relationship with Oliver and Norman because Okay, Nor- we don't know a lot about Norman's foster parents. We don't know if like if he was if he if he became attached to them. And that's a very awkward discussion to have with anybody. But he trusts He had a forever family, so he was adopted, but, but- we don't know about the relationship with his right. parents other than they're nice people. Right. And that's what I'm saying. Like we don't know if like did he have an attachment issue because he was adopted after yeah. six months. By the way, where were they? <laughs> where were Norman's parents at his wedding? <laughs> right in the back. I don't know. But okay. um, with a cow. <laughs> but the fact that Norman trusts Oliver enough with this very deep mm-hmm. and very intimate concern it's with such a deep secret i mean that's he hasn't told anybody that right it just it just goes to show you how much norman really considers oliver as a family and his big Mm -hmm. brother yeah and um again very tastefully done and very um it's it's you know if you're talking to your your children about the this type of conversation that's a great example of how to do it appropriately it really is i mean it really is it's a fabulous way to do it mm-hmm. so very beautiful and of course oliver has the answer mm-hmm. you know it just of course of course he has the answer. Of course he has the perfect way to do it. It's just, oh gosh, it's so beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> it's, it's the best scene. It really is. It really is amazing. Um, and then the wedding. The wedding of the season. <gasps> Rita in an Evelyn Rose dress, by the way. Yes, that is no smaller <laughs> than a postage stamp. <laughs> With a long, long veil. <laughs> very long veil. It was very sweet and all. Oh, oh my goodness. The the speeches, like the the 
the speech of Ramones. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I I seriously thought I I didn't know where having Ramon perform the ceremony was going to go. I I was a little. I was a little hesitant, you know, I thought, oh no, what's he gonna, what's he gonna do? Start talking about poker. (laughs) But no, he did it so beautifully. It Mm. was the perfect blend of Ramon's passionate, bold nature put together with words perfect for a wedding ceremony. Well, Ramon I mean, is very spiritual, as I, I know, and it, and he proved it. It mm-hmm. it was really beautiful. I didn't think it would be, and it was totally pulled off. It was beautiful. Yeah, I agree. Because actually, for the most part, I hate wedding movies. Like I just don't. <laughs> I mean, this shouldn't be a surprise, <laughs> but I don't. No, like it's them. not. <laughs> um. But, you know, listening to or listening to and watching the ceremony for this one was incredibly beautiful. And I think it's just the way that that Martha wrote it and how she writes about the kind of the sacredness of marriage, you know, mm-hmm. talking about love is the ship that we build with compassion, forgiveness and faith, it's the dance of life, the greatest contract. And there's just something so sacred about the way she talks about that. And it's no mm-hmm. surprise. I mean, she has a book called, you know, inviting God to your wedding and keeping him through the marriage or something along those lines, Mm -hmm. which is actually somewhat referenced during Rita and Shane's talk. Mm -hmm. Um, They talk about inviting God to the wedding. So that was a little little Easter egg out there. Yeah. (laughs) But um, yeah, I just thought it was just very, a very beautiful ceremony with some really great words, especially in a time where many don't mean their, their vows that they say and don't take marriage to be the sacredness that it should be. Yeah, it's true. It's very true, and that's about as romantic as I'm going to get. So <laughs> no, that was that was pretty good. I give it a seven. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll move it up in the world, folks. Because well. it was heavy on the sentiment, not heavy on the romance. So I give it a seven. There you go. <laughs> I can be very. I will say I'm. I can be very sentimental. I just yes, don't get gushy. Can. I just don't get gushy, and I'm not going to cry. <laughs> Well, well that's we're what we're for. Gushy because <laughs> oh, walking down the aisle <laughs> and the camera panning is so perfect because you could only oh my gosh the camera angles camera angles because you don't notice anything different. Yeah. You don't notice anything different that but it doesn't show it doesn't show below his neck. It's so perfect. Yeah. I love it. Shane's face. And she's like walking down the aisle, smiling away. She yeah. gets to the front. She makes a she sees every like Norman. And then her eyes gaze on Oliver. And they their eyes. And then <laughs> that tie. That's <laughs> Well, and I think too, what's, what's great about it is like, so when I first watched it, I, I know, I, you know, definitely noticed they were being very intentional with the camera angle. Yes. Oh, you like, did? I, I did notice it. And oh, but I, see, I didn't, <laughs> but I think despite the fact that they're obviously hiding it, I think too, that that allows us to see it through Shane's eyes. Yes. We don't see yes. it until yes. she sees it and have yes. the reaction. We don't get to it's react perfect. until she reacts. Mm-hmm. So oh. I think that was kind of fun as well. Oh, that was oh, perfect. So perfect. Yes, that was an almost romantic comment. Oh my, be still in my heart. <laughs> oh goodness. I gotta dial it down. My reputation's on the line here. 
well let's get Rita and Norman married off first. right right let's get them let's married get them married off first um they kiss as husband and wife um and Ramon says may God bless this marriage or something like that doesn't he mm-hmm. as they're kissing Think so yeah may God bless your marriage yes which was so beautiful because it wasn't just you may now kiss the bride and they're kissing and everyone's like wow like you said (laughs) there's a sacredness to this covenant I think it's so beautiful because Rita and Norman are making that promise and we now know that Shane and Oliver are going to make that promise so it's a perfect it's a perfect blend and I love also watching Joe watch them mm-hmm. you know he goes during during the ceremony of course he's trying to concentrate on Rita and Norman but he can't help but look at his son and the woman that he loves that and he knows that he's about to propose to her it's mm-hmm. just, yeah it reminds me too of in truth be told when he like at the very end he's like looking between them and he sees that spark yeah Yeah. and poor shane she has to go through this whole (laughs) marriage ceremony (laughs) knowing that her boyfriend is about to propose to her i don't know how she kept it together there's no way i would have been able to (laughs) and it's nobody else knows about this story yeah Yeah, except joe yeah except joe but the audience the the wedding audience doesn't the wedding audience doesn't no busy bodies like hazel no no nobody knows yeah (laughs) not even hazel knows i like that (laughs) it's like the secret code that they have um yeah okay do you guys think that shane and oliver immediately exited or do you think that they enjoyed the reception first and then oliver does his excuse me, Miss McInerney, take a walk with me. Hey! (laughs) Oh, sorry, sorry. Wrong universe. (laughs) I I don't think they went out immediately, but I don't think they went out after the entire reception. Mm -hmm. I think they found, I think they found they, you know, they started the reception they found a quiet moment when everything, well, probably a loud moment in the reception, but <laughs> a point when no one would miss them mm-hmm. because there's no way that either one of them could make it through an entire reception. <laughs> I will say like, okay, so when my husband proposed to me, he sent me a box. It's a very long story. I'll, I'll give you the short version. It had it was a package. We were long distance, and um, oh okay, he was in Pennsylvania. I was down in Florida. He sent me a package. He told me I couldn't open it for so many days, and then <laughs> one random day he told me I could open it. There are three boxes in there. I have to open one a day. So Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So the first box had something. It had rose petals in it, and it said the past. The next box had puzzle, like because I told him I really love puzzles. And so I had to put it together and the message on it said the present, there's three boxes, right? And I'm like, well, the the small tiny box has to say the future, but he said he can't afford to come down to Florida and there's not going to be a 
a ring in here because <laughs> that would be weird. And he told me I had to bring the pack. I had to bring that little box to work with me. And then, he, you know, I could open it in the car after work. And so all day <laughs> I was at work and I worked at a secretarial office at this point, which is full of ladies. Oh <laughs> boy. Everybody and their mother, except for my bless her heart boss, because she is such a saint. And she told those things. She finally said, if Casey doesn't get proposed to this weekend, all of you, all of you are going to be on her blacklist. <laughs> Okay, but but my point here is the anticipation. It took a lot of willpower not to yeah. all like ah! and all the willpower not to just be like, can I leave early and open my little package? <laughs> and my friends, even my 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 girlfriends at lunch, they're like, let's go to your car, and I'm like, no, Dan will know if I open this early. He will <laughs> know how integrity. He will know. And so, but yeah, that's eight hours. I couldn't, I, by the last hour, I'm like sitting there like, concentrate. I can't imagine having to be proper at a wedding. <laughs> and act like everything's perfectly fine. Things are great. I don't know what the ugly period time means, but I really do. And just like the anticipation of like, when is he going to talk to me? When is he going to pull me aside? When is he going to propose? Is he going to do it here at the, on the dance floor? Is he going to do it while everybody's looking? Like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. I, I don't think that they went through the whole reception. Yeah. I think they got, I think they got it started and went out. That's, yeah. that's my, that's my personal feeling and how appropriate because Oliver's not flashy. No, and he he didn't steal Rita and Norman's thunder. They went outside. It was just the two of them. It was just the two of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> oh, okay. You too. Mm. <laughs> so. Are you gonna say it because you got the green tie? Oh my goodness! Can y'all get through? (laughs) This is a lot of pressure. (laughs) (laughs) Don't look at my tie. Look at my eyes and listen to my heart. Ah! Oliver. (laughs) And I think somebody else is gonna have to take it from here because I'm a little bit um, pitter. What? Mary. Hey, hush. I'm continuing. It's like passing the letter. You know, somebody can't continue, so the other takes over. Oh my. Marry me. And I will love you forever. And I promise never to wear this tie again. It's pretty awful. <laughs> and we're gone okay, okay. We're gone. no 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 i can do this i can do this okay. oh my father my father picked it out <laughs> my father picked it out i probably would have gone with something more yes yes oliver i will marry you 
and love you forever. Oh, and the <laughs> ring! And the ring being his grandmother's ring. Yeah, go ahead. This, this was my grandmother's. She was the finest woman oh, I ever knew. Until, until you. you. <laughs> okay, first time I watched it, I was like a bucket of tears. I know! I was dying! I was sobbing my eyes out! And like, it takes me a lot to get to that point where I'm just li- like, I, I <laughs> usually when I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm so like ugh, crying emojis. It's just like, I get tears. But this one was like, you're actually sobbing. Give me a bucket <laughs> and collect my tears. <laughs> and, and, and pick me up from the floor because I've now passed <gasps> the romanticness of this whole. <laughs> and then if that wasn't enough <laughs> if that wasn't enough we have the pulling <laughs> oh, the pulling of the tongue oh. <laughs> oh. Oliver's face just, what are you contemplating she's slyly and coyly picks up the tie and he's just like okay yeah what <laughs> <laughs> and then he, oh the pure joy pure ecstasy pure passion oh it's all laid out right there it is oh beautiful. <laughs> so beautiful so beautiful they do a lot of pull it the pulling kiss because he pulls her and kisses her in higher ground. And then yep. she pulls and kisses him. Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. to the altar. She initiated that her. one too. Well, yes, but you know, yeah. <laughs> he wasn't kissing her. <laughs> so, and well, no, that that moment, you need a kiss. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. And the proposals, I like you said, he has been the one to initiate the I love you. He proposed to Shane, but then mm-hmm. she initiates the kiss. The kiss that seals the proposal. And then we have the ending in which everybody is so excited for Shane and Oliver. And we hear Norman say, you know, married postables, engaged postables. I love love Rita right here because she says, let me see it again. Mm -hmm. Which means that she's been looking at it multiple times yeah and (laughs) it is so rita to be so excited but it's also so rita that she's not the least bit upset that this happened at her wedding Mm -hmm. she has no thought that her thunder has been stolen she has no thought of this is my day Mm -hmm. She is so unselfish that all she can do in her wedding dress after the reception is giggle and clap and say, let me see it again. It's such a short moment, but it is full of so many feelings. It's yeah. just, it's so beautiful. Just the relationship of the four of them. It's so beautiful. It definitely ties together and... The final toast of the evening. <sighs> oh my goodness. 
Jess, I think we're going to have to uh, graduate to paper bags. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, the one thing I appreciate about this final, final scene is everything comes full circle. Oliver gives the first toast and he gives the final toast, at least of the evening here. And it's, it's just such a nice bookend to the entire, to the canon, because in um, the pilot movie, his voice is the one we hear first. In To the Altar, his voice is the one we hear first. And that's a callback to the pilot. But then we also bookend it at this movie. So Oliver gives the final speech because, I mean, it's the last voice we hear besides the music of Keb Mo, of course. Right. <laughs> but I have the speech here. Right now. When we began together as colleagues charged with delivering so many lost things, I believe that to everything there is a season and every lost letter there is a divine purpose. Only today seeing you, Norman, and you, Rita, so happy and you, my Shane, my love, promising to love me forever. <laughs> I can do this. <laughs> Only now do I realize just how very lost I was and that your friendship and your faith have delivered me as well. So through rain and snow and dark of night, here we are together. And I love us to the postables. To the postables. And then to the postables. That last that la- those last three words to the postables everybody who's been a fan of this series knows it's a double meaning mm-hmm. yeah. and that line and that speech just wraps it up so beautifully for everybody for them as the four postables for us as the fans because i mean without the fans there would be no show Mm-hmm. it would have been canceled a very long time ago maybe they would not have gone into movies maybe they would have just said okay and we're done we're, we're gonna move on but because there's such a loyal and such a terrific fan base that's you know and the, it's the postables that pushed for another movie after to the altar mm-hmm. what a family yeah. what a family postables are the reason we got another movie mm-hmm. or are getting another movie getting postables are the reason we have this podcast i mean <laughs> and um, i feel like we need to be toasting like people right now oh yeah where's where's our glasses here here we go (laughs) (laughs) do the postables do the postables postables. (laughs) and one thing i want to say and i I, um on our other podcast with that cammy and i do we talked to brian bird who's actually a great friend of martha by the way and we were actually talking about the Hardys, but this also rings true for the Postables too. The movies are going to have to end sometime. I mean, they won't go on forever as much as we would want them to and that we would love for them to. Um, any series is like that. But the legacy lives on through us. And I think, Jess, you even mentioned that too when we were talking in the um, Thanksgiving episode. Um, and that's, that's the one thing that we'll always have and that's the one thing that the show has brought. Mm-hmm. So even if we get one, if, even if the next movie is truly the last one, I just want to encourage you postables out there, take heart because we can always rewatch the entire series yes. again. But then there's this community of friends that we would never have had had we not had the show. Mm-hmm. And right. those friendships and those personal connections 
those are the true ones that really truly matter so just a little bit of encouragement if you're feeling a little sad about of the possibility of this beautiful wonderfully written movie show Mm -hmm. canon series and we'll always have the postables we will always always have the postables the legacy will live on and the lessons the many lessons Mm -hmm. speaking of which we don't want any of you to worry out there because this is not the last episode yes we have more episodes scheduled we are not done reporting on signs still delivered just because we're at the last movie nope don't leave us Since we're going there, um, state of the podcast, we have now finished recapping every single episode and movie. We have interviewed so many guests. I mean, people I would, at this time last year, this was just a thought in our minds. This was not even a thing yet. Um, and so where do we, where do we go from here? Um, we have been pumping an episode out every week since March. I think we missed one week and then we took a break during Christmas. Um, Because there are no more movies to recap, what we're going to do is we are- Currently. (laughs) Currently. And because we want to still keep this relevant because we are getting another movie. um, We are going to, we're going to stop our weekly- episodes and we're going to move we're going to try to do every other week it might be every couple weeks just depending on um scheduling because um we do have (laughs) surprise i don't live here in the dlo even if you thought that (laughs) the last 45 weeks but (laughs) we don't live here in the dlo um and also to you know i know there have been postables out there who have suggested oh get this person on get this person on get this person on there's also a matter of scheduling and so um, if we can't get that scheduled, we're not going to have an episode to record. Um, we'll also be doing some bonus movie recaps that um, Eric, Kristen, Crystal, Jeff have been in. Anything that is related to a lost letter that has also crossed our minds. We just don't have something planned for every week um, because one, it is a lot of work and we don't want to use up, burn it out. We don't want to burn it out. We don't want to like, let's say we have three months and let's say the next movie is going to happen in October. We don't want a huge gap between our episodes and the next movie. Right. So we just want to space it out so that it is that, so that this podcast and sign sealed delivered mm-hmm. still stays relevant. So just wanted to give you all that. So we're spacing out, but we're not leaving. We're not leaving. We're still keep here. Watching. Keep we watching. Still got- <laughs> keep watching. Keep tuning in. Anytime there's a marathon, we'll be there at some point. <laughs> yes. And we're still going to keep bringing you episodes. Mm-hmm. And we have some pretty good ideas coming your way. We so. have some pretty darn good ideas coming your way yes (laughs) we have been we have been on the computer a lot this past week (laughs) let's put it that way (laughs) and because I know there will be comments out there like get this person like if you've if you've thought it we've thought it we've thought it yeah trust (laughs) me and trust the timing oh (laughs) mic drop (laughs) but anyways post Casey (laughs) 
<laughs> hope you enjoyed our recaps of to the altar and um we will see you back again soon so bye bye guys bye thanks for listening to this week's episode of deliver me a podcast if you want to know what's going to happen next week be sure you are following us on twitter at deliver me a pod and on instagram at deliver me a podcast we also have a merch store where you can buy tons of post both things for you and your friends we'll see you next week